0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. And it's a sad day here at the Raider Nation podcast. Passing of Willie Brown. We're going to hit on that and more here on show.
0: 535.
1: Raider Nation. On today's show, we will have the post game for the packing we got from the Packers. Uh, not so bad, really. There's a lot of positives to take from this game. At least I see it that way. The passing of Willie Brown, uh, definitely a bummer. Uh, heartbreaking time here for the Raider Nation. You know, the heroes that we all look to on this team. They're kind of passing away. We got to get some new ones in here. We'll hit on that. And of course, we got to do a pregame for the Texans, of which we traded Gary and Conley. Yep, one of Veggie McKenzie's picks again is off the team. I think it's just uh, Well, Gruden says he wants to get younger. I don't know how much younger, but <laughs> he wasn't that old. But he's going to the Texans for a third-round pick. That in the bone line. Man, what a week. Raiders legend, an all time Raider, you know, <laughs> he was always there, man. He was at every dinner. Willie Brown passes away at 78, battling cancer. I hate freaking cancer, and I'm sure you do too. Unbelievable man. A class act to say the very least because the things that people don't know much about willie like he helped mrs davis off of every bus every time she traveled with the team he helped her not al al was out in front entertaining the crowd willie took very special care of mrs davis well respected by mark because mark saw how he took care of his mom you know, Al is a unique
2: guy. He he takes the credit for a lot of things, uh, particular attaining me and getting me uh, to the Raiders. But the lady that who was really responsible for all of this is Mrs. Cal Davis. You see, she saw me play in '63, so she decided that I, she wanted me to come to Oakland. And he does not take the credit for it. Mrs. Davis takes the credit. You know, before he make a decision, so a sports writer can get all this straight, before he make any decision about personnel, he checked with Mrs. Davis. Now, whatever she said, if she says okay, it's okay.
1: What a man. Beast on the field at 36, runs back a record for many, many years, 29 years in the NFL. Pick off and return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Vikings. Man raiders! 1967 brown was traded from the bronco hose believe it or not a grambling student that was undrafted at the time comes in to the raiders placed for 12 seasons with 54 interceptions He's very close to Charles Woodson, who wore his number.
0: University of Michigan, 1997 Heisman Trophy winner, nine-time Pro Bowler, and Super Bowl 45 champion, Charles Woodson. Raiders.
3: Right
0: All right, now,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. First order of business. In keeping with tradition, You know this is the way Willie Brown would want it. You guys, Mother's Day is coming up. Don't forget about your mom's own Mother's Day. Call her, take her out to dinner, buy her something. Don't forget about moms. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, those that are here, and those that we have lost.
1: (laughs) Willie Brown, we love you, baby! Who, incidentally, we all know what number 24 means as a defensive back. The standard, as Al Davis said, for all cornerbacks in the future. And he was right. The thing that amazed me most about Willie when I first met him, he's like 6'2". He's playing corner. I'm like, how can anybody this big
4: run with these wide receivers? And he could. He could run like the wind, could clamp you down. Willie was the first big dominating corner as you see those guys today.
0: Brown playing up nose to nose with Snow. Back goes game to pass. He looks, sets up, he's in trouble, runs to the left, throws on the move. It up here. Willie Brown still for the he's got it and goes out of bounds on the 26 Brown's rare skill set helped the Raiders become one of the most dominant teams in professional football. During his 12 years in Oakland, the Raiders played in 9 championship games and 2 Super Bowls. Willie Brown invented the bump and run. Brown was a tight end and defensive end in college, but was converted to defensive back in the pros. Playing out of position, Brown was forced to adapt, and did so by inventing bump and run coverage. I had no idea about backpelling and turning and all that stuff.
2: So I moved up right in front of the, the wide receivers, got my hands on it, and he couldn't get off the line. No
0: way he could catch a pass. And it worked out for me fine. Thanks to the bump and run, Brown became the biggest star on one of the AFL's worst teams. But in 1967, Al Davis came to the rescue. The best
2: thing that happened to me was, was when the Raiders traded for me. With the team and the, and the ball players that the Raiders had, I knew hey, nothing but great things could happen.
1: Crazy. Another innovation by the Oakland Raiders, who at the time, when he was playing, were the winningest football franchise in history. Crazy team, great victories, great group of guys that he's associated with, really. I mean, these are the Raider legends. And Willie Brown was definitely a a Raider legend. Jack Tatum, Ken Stabler, Gene Upsaw, Pete Banisak, Raven Chester, Mark Van Egan, Ben Davidson, Greg Townsend, Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen, to name a few, and not even the linemen that were, you know, other than Gene Upshaw, Art I mean, these were beasts at the time. Al Davis was a genius and running this franchise like a machine and cutting to the very edge of the rules. It was great. It's where we get the Raiders, the renegade, the mystery, the history of the Oakland Raiders. When Willie played, he played with some great players. Uh, I'm sure his memories were long. It's a very sad day for the Raiders and the Raider fans. Willie, for the last few drafts, he was up there calling, <laughs> calling out draft choices. To announce the Oakland Raiders selection, please welcome from Grambling State University Hall of
2: Fame cornerback Willie Brown. Thank you very much. Oh, listen up, listen. Hey, listen up. Mother's Day is in three weeks, guys. Three weeks. Mother's Day. Not this Sunday, not the following Sunday, but that next Sunday is Mother's Day. All right, you, you guys, remember that. You know, hey, Raider Nation. Chucky is back. We're ready to rock and roll again. And for the America, you think you the Dallas American team? No. The Raiders of the world, world, world team. Anyway, you go. It's the Raiders. Raiders. With this fifty-seven pick in the 2018 NFL draft, the Oakland Raiders select P.J.
1: Hall, defensive tackle, Sam Houston State. You know, talking about the greatness of the Raiders and telling everybody to call their mother because it's close to Mother's Day, if you guys know. He made a special note to make sure you call your mom and you wish her a happy Mother's Day. Every draft. Remarkable man. I wish I knew him uh, more. But we knew him by who he was. uh, Gentle spirit. Rager on the field. God bless you, Willie Brown. Hey, thank you, man, for the memories. I just can't even thank you enough, man. It's crazy. Um... It's crazy that you're gone, bro. Why, my name is why, my name is, my name is Greater Greg. Why? My, my name
2: is My name is
1: My name is greater Greg. That's some bullshit. Hey.
0: Whatever.
1: Slap a pad, partner. I know you don't want to hear it, but you got to. <laughs> it's not that bad. The postgame for the pack. Packing we took anyway during this game. Brother. I think this is a game we all knew could be brutal. The ending was brutal, 42 to 24, but really didn't tell the story of the game. The Raiders moved the football, man. We ran the ball and we passed the ball. Our quarterback, however, this time had issues along with our defense. I got to say, um, our defense was absolutely missing. The offense gave them plenty of time to rest. I don't know where Cleland Farrell is. Is he hurt? Is he on injured reserve? Plus, somebody tell me. Because other than that, we had no pressure whatsoever. And our defense is absolutely freaking pedestrian. Look at any other team. Matter of fact, let's look at the best defense so far in the league, which is the Patriots. They hide, they move, they shuffle their players. You know, this is how you confuse the opposition, everybody. Now, Gunther's been okay, but, you know, you can have good players. You have to have good plays. And our defense just sucked ass in this game. The offense had to have a perfect game, and they didn't. And, you know, what can you expect? I think all in all, it was a good outing. The Raiders moved the ball um, quite easily, really, on a pretty good defense. Um, the mistakes we made with Derek, I mean, everyone makes a big deal. It did change the tempo of the game when he fumbled the ball But it was second down, man. He's got to stop that shit. He can't be, you know, he's six years in the league. You cannot do that, play.
0: Carr backs it up. Got a man wide open in center field. Foot race for the end zone with Waller. He's down at the two-yard line. We got the two-minute warning, and the Raiders have a first and goal from the three. Power eye is the look. Moreau is the blocker to the left. They run that way. Here comes Jacobs looking for that one cut short of the end zone. It'll be second down and goal. 155 remaining in the half. Let's see what the Raiders do here to try to score. Power is out to the right, including Waller. Now Ingold comes to the backfield left. Carr is going to throw on the move. Running over to the right, he's going to run for it. He's going to run for the pylon and dive, but I think he's just short. Let me see if there's a signal. He's had they signal out of bounds. They signal out of bounds at about the one yard line. And then now the Packers are signaling the ball was out. But uh, I think there's clearly it's still a Raiders football. Now, I don't think there's a question about that, is it? A couple of
1: years ago. The ruling on the field is that the runner was out of bounds before the ball came out. Third down.
5: A couple years ago, Derek did a very same situation against the Cowboys where he tried to push the ball over the pylon. He fumbled and it went out the back of the end zone.
3: After, After a review, review the, the ball carrier fumbled the ball before he went out of bounds. The ball went through the end zone for a touchback.
1: It'll be Green Bay's ball, first and 10 on the 20-yard line. Please reset the game clock to 149. 149. Thank you.
0: Just a very, very unfortunate thing that Derek didn't say, I'm just going to go down out of bounds and live to fight for third down and goal.
1: You got to be smarter than that. You got to be way smarter than that, car. And then the interceptions. I mean, this is how you lose. This is how you lose a game. It's especially like the Green Bay. They're like a machine. No mistakes. Boom, 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 boom. Right down the field. We were keeping up with them. You know... You could say shoulda, coulda, woulda because you could do that every game. We lost. But we had a chance. See, we had the chance. There's a couple of passes there at Carr. I don't get it, man. I don't understand it. Key plays when we need third downs, overthrows receivers. It's not their fault, man. You can't catch the ball when it's thrown 10 feet above you or behind you. That's happened a lot these days, too. I don't know whether they're just letting him do his thing. They need to get a, another quarterback coach to help this kid because he's not that bad. But there are times, like during this game, come on, man. You got to make every freaking pass to an open receiver. And you can't get nervous about it. You're six freaking years in the league. And the defense, don't get me started. We let Aaron Rodgers sit back there, make a bologna sandwich, eat it with some chips and a glass of milk, and then pass the ball. He could have hit all day. And you know, there were no number one receivers on their team, man. A bunch of people with different names, catching footballs, making plays, because, hey, the ball was there on time and in a place where I could catch it. Wow. What a concept. Whereas... We did not do so well on both sides. I got to say, even the offensive play calling, you know, (laughs) we just don't have the players. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. I think we have the players. I just don't know if we got the coaches, especially on defense. But, you know, that was a big popcorn fart of a game. I knew we could keep up with them scoring wise, but man, we just could not. Keep it rolling. And every time they got the ball, the big plays, big passes, huge gaps in coverage. I mean, thank goodness Gary and Conley's gone because he didn't do any, anything, but no one else has helped. Trayvon Mullen is coming back. Thank goodness we need some help, but not there as bad <laughs> as the defensive line because we have nobody. That's chasing down the passer right now. Nobody. Nobody. Aaron Rodgers got out of the pocket. He's not the fastest quarterback in the world. And you had like, you know, Hurst trying to catch him. Can't happen. You can't have it. Um. Just <laughs> came out in the second half and got pummeled by another touchdown. So right away, you know, we're playing from way behind. And everybody's balloon has popped. But it didn't have to be that way. I think our defense needs a lot of work. Maybe it's a linebacker that we need to plug in there that's going to help things. That's probably true. But our defense is sad still this year. And it needs to get fixed, man. It's the biggest problem. Our offense is doing okay. Uh, we just signed this guy. Let me see what his name is here. <laughs> Kasim Edabali. That's what I'm calling them. That's how I destroy names. You guys know it, and so do I. George Atkinson. Awuso. Quashire. Nabwafe. Luker. Kukuruker. Ika. Ijabila. Gabila. Biama, Bialama. I'm sorry oh gosh he's a pass rusher and he's an old bangle wow what a surprise that is but who knows man maybe the insight from the coach will help us we need a linebacker i don't know i don't know what we're doing but maybe we're just playing we're losing players picking up players setting up for next year i guess and that's it a good lesson for us you know we can play with the big boys We're not a playoff team. Green Bay is a playoff team. And incidentally, so are the Houston Texans. So let's get that done and over with right now. The pregame for the Houston Texans. Yeehaw.
6: (laughs) Stand up and holler!
1: this is the last trip the waiters will take long distance for a little while. Anyway, they get to come home November 3rd for their game. Now the Texans lost to the Colts, you know, they lost to the Colts because we, and we beat the Colts. So, you know, that tells me that we have an opportunity to beat the Texans, just like I thought we could beat green Bay. and, You know, we got to play mistake-free football. we got to play football and not give it away, not hand it away, not throw it away. Keep the football and keep moving it down and scoring touchdowns. If we can do that against the Texans, we'll take them out. Their defense gets tired fast. I'm here to tell you, man, we can beat them in their house by having a really solid offensive performance. That means no interceptions, no fumbles, no bumbles, a solid run game. I know our line is hurting, but I I hope Trent Brown can come back this game because it can make a huge difference in our running game and, incidentally, our freaking passing game. But our offense is moving the ball well. It's moved it against a pretty good defense last week in Green Bay, and I think we could do it again. I think we could tire these mofos out and win this game. I know that's what the Colts did, and we can do the same thing. Our defense just has to hold on and just keep them from scoring too many points. We just got to score more points. That's the name of the game, folks. This game should be all offense for the Raiders. Keep their defense on the field all day long, It's still hot in Texas. It'll be a great game. I think we can beat these guys at least by a touchdown, even though they have an 81% chance of beating us, is what it says, because they're ahead of the playoffs. they got a great team. They lost to the Colts. They're pissed. They want to get even, whatever. We just need to go play mistake-free frickin' football for 60 minutes. That's all. And I know that's a lot. Our defense just has to play average. Nothing crazy. Would love to get a turnover or two. That would be icing. But if the offense can continue just to march down the field and score touchdowns, not field goals, we could wear them out in the first half and then slap another TD on the second half and call it a game. We could do it. I know I sound like I'm nuts, but I know we can do it. Now, will we do it? Now, Gary Conley's going to play against the Raiders. He knows our defense inside and out. So there you go. They're going to know everything about how we line up. Everything. <laughs> everything. But it's not like um, our defensive coordinator, Gunther, is a mastermind disguiser because he is not. One of the problems with our defense, may I say. So hopefully they'll change up a little bit of the D. The offense, you know, we just got to execute. That's it. And we've been doing it. We did it against Dream Bay. We could have had two more touchdowns. Two more for sure. One with Carr, you know, taking it easy and holding on to the ball. That would have been a TD. And maybe another one. We wouldn't have gotten beat down like it looked like. But it wasn't. The truth when you look at the game. We can beat the Texans. I'm putting my I'm putting my two cents on that. We're gonna beat the Texans and surprise everybody again. Because the Raiders are on a come up, man. I'm telling you. It's gonna happen. It's happening before our very eyes, and it's just gonna get better and better. And that's all I gotta say about that for sure. Alright, it's time for the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181, get on the bone line, give us your take, I love it, Raider Nation is alive. What is happening, first caller of the game, or excuse me, the day, Raider Alfonso from Mexico City, man, check that out. The international Raider Nation is in the house. What's happening, my good brother?
7: Hey, Red Nation, Red Great. Uh, this is Alfonso from Mexico. Uh, it's great to call to, read, to the to the Red Nation podcast. Uh, it was an awesome victory uh, in Chicago, and I just want to to say that uh, the the res- resilience of the team is awesome. Uh, you know, uh, after the loss with the Kansas City and with the and with uh, the Vikings, everybody was saying that uh, the Raiders are all done and nobody expected anything from the team. But the team really show up and uh, they they just uh, make it to have a very good level. And it's all about attitude, uh, especially from, uh, from uh, this kid, Jacobs. Uh, he's the soul of the team right now. He shows uh, a lot of passion in every run, and uh, I really hope that uh, the wins keep coming for the Green Bay game. It it will be a very, very difficult game, but uh, as Raider Greg said, probably it will be a loss, but uh, the team must show up and prove that He's not an easy team. Uh, go Raiders. So
1: thank you. Well, first, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. We all do. And, yeah, we played really good against the Bears, and I think that's the formula for our, the rest of the season. We saw the same kind of play against Green Bay, a good solid offense. Defense kind of faded a little. But I think that's the game plan. We can see it. We can see it consistently through each game. Um Worked there. Didn't work so much in Green Bay. But like I said, our offense, got to play mistake-free football for the whole game in order for us to win. Because our defense needs a lot of work. Appreciate the call, my brother. And our next caller from Georgia, it's Raider Al. He's in the house. What you got for us, my Raider brother?
2: Raider Greg. Raider Randy. Raider Nation, what's going on, fellas? Raider Al from Georgia. I know my last call, I was ranting and raving at the Minnesota game. That's only because I'm a passionate fan. There's no way we should have went there and laid a complete egg, and that's why I was ranting. But since then, we have beat Indy, which I think was a game we should have won anyway. But the the Bear game, I am still I'm still excited over that win because all week, all I heard was Khalil this, Khalil that, the Bears defense this, the Bears defense that. One thing they forgot, there's a team on the other side, and we showed up and we showed out. I'm reading this article this morning on Trent Brown. I mean, for his sake, I hope it ain't true. I hope it ain't true. Uh, He just put out something on Twitter stating that it ain't true, but, you know, we're going to have to let that play out. But they could put him on the commissioner's exempt list until it's investigated. And let's face it, the league does not do us any favors. So we'll see where that plays out. Also, my game ball has to go to the Oakland Raider coaching staff. For that Bears game, because they had one hell of a game plan, and they stuck with the game plan all game, all game. Honorable mention, and I'm not a big fan of this guy, Tom Cable. I mean, he's 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 got that line playing real well. Hopefully, we can keep it up. And we got the Packers this week, and you know something, they're beatable. Go Raiders! Raider out, out.
1: Like I said, the the game against the Bears was a kind of a footprint of what we're trying to be. Because we did the same thing against Dream Bay. I think we're gonna do the same thing against the Texans. You know, run run balanced, uh pass balanced, uh good push on the offensive line. I don't know what's going on with Trent Brown. I heard there's some rumblings about something. Um he's been injured too. So I don't know. I hope nothing because we need him desperately, uh, with this Josh Jacobs. He's a great matchup in that front seven. Trust me. But as we saw in the green Bay game, we can't make mistakes because we lost that game. We could have won that game, but we lost it by making mistakes. And that's what happened. Momentum changed. Defense got out there too long. Bazinga. But, um, I think we can beat the Texans. We have the formula, I, I think, already. appreciate the call, man. And next from the New Jersey Raiders Nation, I'm telling you, Raider K? It's in the house, man. <laughs> What's up?
8: Raider Greg. David K. The New Jersey Raider Nation. Not happy. Not happy,
2: not happy. You
8: know, I saw a baby at the mall the other day. It was in a carriage. And I looked at the little baby's hands and I said, God, those are some pretty small hands, like little tiny, tiny hands. Those are hands that Derek Carr has, little baby hands.
6: You can't hold on to a football. You can't hold on to a football.
1: New Jersey Raider Nation out. Hey, any call that starts off with a baby carriage, just you have to be careful. <laughs> yes, yes, Carr fumbled the ball again. Um, that's more his head than it is his hands, bro. That ball should never have been out there to begin with. That's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. Thanks for the call. And our next caller is Raider Patrick. He's calling from Green Bay, Wisconsin, right there in the middle of hostile territory. As a matter of fact, though, they probably feel sorry for us more the case. What's up, brother?
6: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Patrick, Raider Patrick from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Took me 35 years, but it was my first ever NFL regular season game at Lambeau Field, and... Yes, I'm disappointed they lost, but it was still a great experience nonetheless. And, man, the Raiders defense just did not show up today. Yes, the Raiders could have had three touchdowns at another 21 points, but I don't, think they could have I don't think they could have stopped Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay offense. I think if they put the medal to the pedal, I think Green Bay could have scored 55 points. I mean, the Raiders defense just did not show up this afternoon. And I think John Gruden doesn't have any confidence in Derek Carr in terms of throwing downfield passes. It was worth it, not just because it was my first ever NFL regular season game. I just happened to get a selfie with Charles Woodson just walking around the 400 level at Lambeau Field near the end of the game. I saw him walking, got an opportunity to go up to him and take a selfie. So, anyway, it was worth it. Hopefully the Raiders just, uh come back next week and uh, win in Houston. Anyway, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, great talking to you. And go Raiders.
1: Now that sounds like a great time, bro. Especially with Woodson there in the house, because he played for both of us, as you know. Um, A great guy, too. Uh, A great dude. He's got a winery here in Napa. But, um, yeah, you know, the defense, like I said, didn't show up, man. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? Unless your offense plays perfectly and you can keep up with them, um, it ain't happening. And that's what happened to us. So let's hope the defense gets better. And the offense continues to get better. Uh, and you know what I mean by that, brother. And your first game, it must have been insanity. You know, that's a great experience. And I encourage anyone that's a fan to take the time and the money, because it's expensive, to go see a game. Go see a rated game wherever they're playing. If you can do it, man, it's, it's a great time as he will testify to, um, it is just a great time, no matter what happens in the game. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller from Scranton, PA, you know him, Raider Chris, is in the house. What you got for us this week, brother?
3: Raider Nation, this is Raider Chris, Scranton, PA, just got done watching the game. And, uh we know what happened. Um, I guess the few bright spots on this team, I guess, is other than Sharp on the offensive line, they held up pretty good again. They gave Derek Carr more than enough time to do what he did, and it showed. Um, Jacobs is a beast. We all know that. He just he continues to ball out week after week. Speaking of ball out, Baller Waller, he's a stud at tight end. He is. like he, he's, he's showing it more and more. Him and Moreau, we got like I said, a nice one-two punch. Uh, defense got worked. Defense got worked. They did not put any pressure on that quarterback other than Max Crosby getting one sack. But I mean, we did not get to Aaron Rodgers at all, and it showed, big time. Our secondary continues to get beat up. Conley, he's got to go. I keep saying this, you know, he 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 stinks. He He's trash. Whirly, he was getting beat up on and off, but he was dealing with injuries as well. But, uh, I mean, some of these calls on these refs, these refs are just, they're pathetic. They're pathetic, and they're a bunch of clowns. They really are. Uh, And I got to say, Derek Carr, he he screwed us. I don't care about stats. I don't care about what he did. What I care about is him stepping up when we need him to, and he didn't. We we gave up points on the goal line when he should have just ran out of bounds instead of stretching for it again and fumbling it yet again like he did against Dallas and then a stupid interception in the end zone trying to make something happen. Like I don't know. I'm just not I'm not a big fan of carr. I'm really not. And he he's shown it more and more. But um I guess we're off to Houston now. We gotta pull something out of our ass against them because uh we need a win. You know, the AFC West is wide open. So, Raider Nation, I'm not like that fat girl in dodgeball.
1: That's a great take because those are the only guys I thought played well, too. Our offensive line did pretty well. Jacobs is a beast, and Waller is everything advertised. I like his character, man. Waller is a is a true good guy, um, and you can see that. And so is Jacobs. I mean, true champions, both of them. Our offense can go. And yeah, Carr did that again. That was a head mistake more than a fumble. Should never been in that position. You should know that already. Second down. Come on, bro. Give me a break here. And you know, we just didn't play mistake-free football. We had some penalties that sucked because they were terrible. The penalty on Davis, the offensive pass interference. Please, man. Please. That was so freaking lame. And they didn't overturn it. Which is another... Don't even get me freaking started. These head referees for each game should have to sit down in front of the fucking television cameras and answer questions about the calls they freaking make. And anybody out there who wants to send a letter to the NFL too regarding this, uh, I invite you to because this... Crap has gone on long enough. There is absolutely nothing holding these guys accountable. And that would at least show some accountability because the referees could change the game, change the bet in Vegas, change the line. That is too much power with no, absolutely no responsibility. I said enough, but I'm freaking serious here. Our play, our team needs to just play perfect offense, and wait till next year and we can get someone as a pass rusher. Because right now, other than Crosby, I just don't see it. And Arden Key, when he plays, those are our two guys. That's it. Farrell, like a feral cat. Where is he? He's outside. He's inside. He's in the locker rooms. In the gym. I don't know. He's not on the field. I don't hear his name. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, Raider Jim on the East Coast. What's going on there, my good brother?
9: Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Jim, out here on the East Coast, after the loss to the Packers. I'm not ready to jump off the roof, but I will say that each year, the Raiders, well, every team for that matter, that is... Kind of getting a little bit better, possibly they're tested, they face a team that is going to show whether they've really gotten better or not, and I'll say this: the Raiders test today they failed, obviously, but they didn't fail as spectacularly as they have in years past the The offense looks good, you know Josh Jacobs is a serious running back. Darren Waller is just a threat all over the field. Carr, although I know there's some people that, you know, are ready to, you know, get anybody else but Carr at quarterback because of that really bad play he made at the goal line. And then he threw a terrible interception. Other than that, Carr looks good. Uh, I guess you could argue that without those – Two horrible plays. The Raiders could have had a chance to win. You could argue that. But what I saw, the biggest failure, is the defense. The defense was exposed today. The Raiders' defense looked pitiful, terrible, horrible. Uh, Conley, Garyon Conley, just looked like he didn't want to, he wanted to be anywhere but on that football field. There were very few bright spots in the defense today. Maybe Max Crosby flashed again with another sack. But I will say this overall, the Raiders were exposed today. Uh, I think we we may finish 8-8. I don't think we are playoff contenders just yet. I hope in the offseason we focus on defense, again, in free agency and even in the draft. Other than a wide receiver, I think our offense is ready to go. Anyway, Greg, Randy, hey, it's been worse. So I say go Raiders. God bless the Raider Nation.
1: I'll kind of hang on to it's been worse, bro, because I totally agree with you. It has been. There were times in the past when it was pretty ugly, very ugly. Last year, for example, was one of them. And we all know the offense can play with anybody pretty much. Defense needs a lot of work, so that's what they're going to have to do is work on the defense. I don't know if it's coaching, which it could be partly because we ain't hiding nothing from no one. Um and we need some more players for sure. Appreciate the call, my brother, but when we get our injured players back, it should be better. And our next caller from the heart of enemy territory, the cheese head. Rada. That's silver and black cheese, I'm sure.
10: <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Raider nation. This is a cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin. Well, we lost to the fudge Packers. Um, three crucial plays, uh, clearly the fumble by Carr going in the end zone. Um, don't take away from his effort, uh, trying to get the touchdown, but you got to secure the ball Been in the league for six years, you know, that better. um, think it was a bad play call on Gruden's part on the Josh Jacobs fourth and one touchdown uh, spin around in the air. Helicopter reverse a burst direction uh, denial. Um, like I said, I think uh, Gruden should have spread the Raiders or the Packers out. And then, of course, the uh, interception that really killed us. Um, but, you know, I. I don't ever want the Raiders to lose. Clearly, I want them to win all the time. But if they're going to lose, I want them to lose fighting. And I thought they did that. Um, I don't think that they got piss-pounded like they did to Minnesota. Um, I'm happy with the effort they put out there. They were matching uh, score for score for a little bit there um, with the Packers, of course, until Jacobs got uh, denied. But um, I was happy. I was proud with at least the way they played. They got out there and they fought. Like I said, three plays completely changes things around. Uh, we're going in for a touchdown. Would have put us up 17-14. Clearly, again, car fumbles it. Packers score. There's a touchdown. They come out the neck um, after halftime. There's 14 points right there. Um, you score there. Completely changes things around. We're one game away from what we did last year as far as wins. Um, I think we're heading in the right direction. Um, Confident, and Josh Jacobs, oh, my gosh, that kid, I'm willing to say it, he is the real deal. All right, uh, go to the Texans next week. Hopefully clean up a couple of errors. Um, Still think we're playing good football. Um, Go Raiders.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, this is the footprint. We saw it first really at the Bears, kind of got organized there, and then to Green Bay. Um, and I think they played, played a little bit of this uh, with the Colts, the same scheme. Um, hopefully we'll have some players back and we'll do better, but I think we have a football team here. And they fought all the way. I totally agree. Um We need uh, some receivers. We need some help, but the defense definitely needs help. We'll see how it plays out here in the Texans. If we could keep up with scores, man, it could be a good game. And our next caller is casual, Carmelo. (laughs) I love that, brother. Calling from Bakersfield, what you got for us, man?
4: Good morning, Raider Nation. Good morning, Raider Greg. Uh, This is Casual Carmelo calling out of Vegas, California. It is 6.14 in the morning. Got to get my ass to work. Oh, man, you know, um, 42 points, that's unacceptable, dude, in any defense. And, I mean, that's ridiculous. I know it's Aaron Rodgers, and you can't go toe-to-toe, point-for-point with Aaron Rodgers. He's just too damn good. Uh, That offense just lit the Raiders' defense up. Oh man, uh, it's just there are a lot of missed opportunities out there, you know, big time. Um, I felt that they moved the ball extremely well in the passing. Uh, the passing game, the running game was was pretty decent. Uh, Jacobs went off the field after that forty. Uh, not how long. I'm not sure, not sure how long that run was, but after he made that pretty long run, uh, he left the field. Not sure what happened to him, but he came back and he was kind of. Uh, in one play, out the next, you know, probably got a little hurt. But I, I thought that the offense overall moved the ball very well. Um, damn, you know, it sucks to be in cars position to go for the uh, for the touchdown, to extend the extend the ball out, to try to you know get the touchdown to hit the pylon. You know, you can't blame the guy for trying to make a play happen um, against a team like that. You have to try to make plays happen and. And yeah, it's the second time he's done that. It's, you know, it, it's stupid. He, he's got to put two, two hands on the ball. He's got to protect the ball. Knowing that he might potentially get hit um, or take the hit, you know, I just – it's disappointing because there are a lot of opportunities for us to stay within one possession. Uh, but after that turnover, we were going in for the lead for, I, I believe it was going to be 17-14 if he hadn't fumbled, um, and we would have been right there in the mix with them still uh, up until the end. I know we we still probably wouldn't have pulled it off because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to score a touchdown, and we have to be able to answer right back, <clears throat> which we did for the most for the most part. We 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 scored when um, we were like I said, we were able to move the ball and we scored. Um, but 17-14 it would have been at the half, um, I believe. And that just that uh, you know, if you make a mistake against a good team like that, against a quarterback like that, he's gonna make you pay for it. You know. Um, now they're up two possessions, man, and then, then we're gonna fight back. And by the time you know it, it's twenty-four ten at 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 the half, and it's just that that was pretty much it, And, You know, they they just try to have they had to try to you know go toe to toe with them, and you can't do that, but. We have to address that defense. Um, that's 42 points up on the board, man. I know it's uh, Aaron Rodgers, but you got to make a stop somewhere to help the team out. Like I said, we were moving the ball well on the offense. It's just we have to make a stop. I mean, <clears throat> you can blame Derek Carr for the mistake um, that kind of shifted the momentum. But I thought still even after that we were able to move the ball. Uh, we just needed – a stop, we needed a turnover, some something to get us back in the game within at least one possession. Um, it didn't happen, obviously. Uh, they smoked us, man, on defense. They they smoked us. There's no pressure on Rodgers. I think Crosby the only one who got a sack on him. A few other dudes touched him, but, I mean, you know, there's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. Um, it sucks that we had two weeks to prepare and we still couldn't get it done. I really wanted this game. I really wanted them to, you know, just punch him in the mouth and, you know, say, here we are, you know, NFL's kind of writing us off. And, well, let's not get into the calls. I mean, Jesus Christ, these refs, you can't play against refs and a football team. You can't play against two uh, two teams, basically. I, I, the calls are just ridiculous. Um. You can't touch Rodgers. Like, I get it, yeah, you can hit him low, but still, you know, they give him a benefit of the doubt to that guy. But anyway, upset, but I'm still, you know, hopeful that this division's ours. Mahomes is, is probably not going to be back the rest of the season. Who knows? It's um, leaving it wide open for us now. But we got to do what we got to do, get the wins we can get, take them. Um, we're just not there yet to beat uh, teams like that. Um, uh, quarterback back then. so Hopefully we can get it together, man. Uh, I'm still excited for the season. I'm, I'm still pumped. I think we're playing pretty well. Uh, just come off, came off the two, uh, two wins in a, in a row. Um, I know this is going to be tough, but I really want it. Just, uh, I guess, keep your heads up. Raider Nation, we're, we're still in it. It's not over yet. Three and three, not too bad. Got to be above 500, but all right. Take it easy.
1: Red baby. Well, I think we could have kept up with him. I think with no mistakes on the offensive side of the ball, we were running the ball great. We were passing the ball great. We were moving all the way down to the red zone. I mean, we were slicing and dicing just as well as they were. We just needed some help <laughs> on that defensive side of the ball because we were butter. But if for nothing, it would have been a lot less points. We should have scored more, though. We did not play mistake-free football when it came to the offense. Carr missed some crucial passes. And um, you got to make those or he'll make you pay. You know, he threw to nobody. Name one, you know, the guy that their best player was on the sidelines. Everybody else he threw the ball to was just a guy filling in for another guy. Um. That's how bad our defense is, you know. That's that's we gave him a chance to make us look terrible. So we haven't arrived, but I like the way we're playing anyway. I think our offense could step it up a few more notches this year, maybe this next game. And our next caller is Ruben from North Carolina. What you got for us, my Raider brother?
8: up Raider Greg, Raider Rain, Raider Nation. This is Ruben from our Carolina on uh, day after a disappointing performance from our team yesterday. Looking online and reading a lot of the comments and stuff like that, and it seems to be a lot of people putting a lot of blame on our defense and not enough blame on our quarterback, Derek Carr. Um, yeah, our defense is, is, is garbage. That was, that was known going into the season, but they were supposed to be so improved, but Again, when you play against a Hall of Fame quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, there's no telling, you know, how you can perform. It's all about if you want to show up and try your best or you just lay down and you're not even trying. It seems like there's a little bit of both on the defense side when it came to playing against the the Packers' uh, offense. But, you know, on the topic of Derek Carr, those two mistakes you had were just momentum killers. You know, instead of going possibly 17-14 at halftime, you know we're down twenty-one ten, and next you know it's twenty-eight ten, and now we're playing catch up. Derek Carr can't be making mistakes like that. You know he overthrew two two wide open wide receivers early on the first drive, where we had to settle for a field goal. Can't do that. You can't you can't just settle for field goals against Aaron Rodgers. You have to get seven of, almost every single time with a defense like ours. And there's that that pass to Darren Waller down the middle. Which, you know, was a big good play. But my problem is I don't know if anybody ever notices, you know, wherever the spot where the receivers have to go to get the ball, either they gotta stop their stride or they gotta twist their body around in order to catch it. You know, that's my problem with Derek Carter. He he never puts the ball in a place where a receiver can't catch the ball in stride, where, you know, a slower receiver can't outrun a fast D B or safety. You know, that, that just kills me every single time. Um, that's my biggest knock. And for all of you stat geeks out there, and I know there's a lot of you out there who are listening, you know, you guys want to talk about numbers uh, last year and the year before and whatnot. Look at the numbers for the receivers, uh, Their yak. the yards after the catch. Are they catching the ball in stride and, you know, making big plays or they're catching the ball and being brought down on the tackle almost immediately after catching it? i, I like to know if, if there's somebody out there I don't know, maybe you Ray, Greg, who uh you know, could look that up. I don't know if you have time to do any type of research on it to make that it seems to be pretty detailed type of research, but you know, all you stat keeps out there who want to defend Derek Carr, you know, I, I I'm just curious. I like to see where what, the yak, the yards have to catch for the greatest receivers um every time a pass is thrown to them from Derek Carr pair to other um wide receivers and quarterbacks. Wade Jacobs is playing, we should be able to compete with, um, teams like Green Bay. I I, I know we can. We saw that against Kansas City early in the year. Um, we saw it on our first drive against Green Bay yesterday. I know it's possible. Um, I know, I know it could be done. I think this team is talented enough on offense. Our offense line is good enough to be able to, to um, open up lanes for our running backs and give their car the pass protection that he needs. Um, just don't mean bonehead plays, throwing interceptions in the red zone or anything like that or fumbling the ball forward like he did. You know, that's just, you know, he did it against Dallas. And in the press conference, he said he'd do it again. And, well, here we are in the Nation. He did it again, and there was no positive result out of it. So, you know, it's always Raider Nation versus the Raiders and Raider Nations versus the Power Rangers and Raider Nation against, you know, just, you know, Raider Nation against everything, so. Hopefully, we'll get a win against Houston this week, and um, hopefully for a good one. I hope the rest of you guys have a good week. Thanks, bye.
1: Great call, brother. Great call, by the way. And it's interesting that you say that about Carr, but let me just pick that part right now. I notice that every game, and I think it's just me seeing it. But, yes, when the receiver's going across the field, the ball's behind him. Or it's too high behind him. There are rare times when he puts that ball in the sweet spot. Rare. A lot of times it's way high uh, where you got to catch it and then you go right down because they're on you. But very few uh, ride on the money in stride. That's got to change, man. Especially with this running back we have. I mean, maybe that's why he's not throwing those passes to him. I don't know. Maybe he can't make those. Um, if that's the case, man, then this is a $23 million man we're talking about here. And when he's good, he's good. But when he's scared, I don't know what it is, but for me it's like this weird feeling I get. Like I look at his face and I think, you know, this guy's going to get happy feet. And sure enough, You know, throws too high, throws too low. You know, pounds his chest, it's on me. Hell yeah, it's on you, dude. You're making $23 million a year. You better be getting that ball in the sweet spot every time. If you don't, you better be throwing that thing every day, a thousand times a day at least. I don't mind the gunslinger. You know, maybe it's Gruden that's making him feel second-guessing where he's putting the ball. I don't know. If it is, he not knocked that shit off. Because I agree with you. His passes uh, a lot of times are in bad spots, bro. Very bad. Appreciate the call, man. And our next caller is The Prez. He needs no introduction from Memphis, Tennessee. He's all over, though. He's all over the eastern seaboard and the southern seaboard and the central seaboard. What's going on, my good brother?
11: Good afternoon, Raider Nation. This is the prayers calling after the embarrassing Green Bay Packers Raiders loss. We um, was looking good. And for the record, I didn't see the whole game. I saw highlights. But when I was in church and I was peeping and checking it out, we was uh, 10-7, 17-10. Now I looked back, we had caught it up, and then I heard it car fumbled, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We said goodbye to Connolly today, which is great. And um, I understand that there might be a blockbuster trade in the works. That's the Raider Ricky Rumor. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, they'll shake it off. and we we'll go to Houston, which I'll be there this Thursday. And we'll do something and see what's. I'm sorry, this is on weekend. And we'll do something. We'll see what happens. But until then, let's see. If, um this was just a matter of being rusty I mean not making not making excuses you know um I felt like John shouldn't have given that much time off but it, what's done is was done but what have they been saying greater nation our team just get weirder and weirder I don't even know how they react sometimes man I just go with the flow down and I just see where it is but I know one thing for damn sure they better fix this mess for green to the Vegas which I think and I'm pretty sure that's what they are doing. Again, there's a major rumor going around that there's a big blockbuster trade going on. We shall see. This is the prayers. Stay tuned. And hang on.
1: A blockbuster trade? Well, I haven't seen anything yet. Maybe uh, <clears throat> maybe they're not telling us. But I haven't seen anything, so I hope we got something defensively. But we got rid of Conley. For a third round. If that's the blockbuster, well, I'm glad because he was getting torched against Green Bay. And last but never least, the Raider Disciple. Out of Orange County, behind that orange curtain, what's happening, my good brother?
5: Raider Disciple out here in the OOC. Uh, greetings, Raider fans. I uh, just want to elaborate a little bit on the game Sunday. You know, I don't really want to talk about the D because the secondary was trash. Uh, you had Rodgers just torching him. You had Conley getting cooked. Good riddance. I just read the day. He's gone off the team. She long overdue. The main elephant in the room I want to talk about is, is number four. So, you car fans out there, you can call in here and bash me if you want, but I'm going to say what I got to say. Fuck it. Half of you probably don't even remember Gannon playing. I know most of you don't remember Snake, Plunkett, and the likes of the other greater great quarterbacks that we've had. But that's two times I've been seeing a stupid-ass play of the so-called leader of this team. You have Josh Jacobs running out of his mind. There wasn't another play you could check into, but no, you take like out one of my guys a out. Rabbit running from a goddamn wolf. I saw him taking a didn't know what the hell was going, on. and he goes flying through the air, ten miles away from the damn goal line. Only get the ball, only give the ball back. Should have been seventeen fourteen, going into the half. No, you give the ball back to him. They go right down the field. Give the ball back to him after the half. They score in a twenty-eight ten swing, all because of one bad uh, play. You are the quarterback. This is what I'm going to say to you, Mister Carr. I don't know if you listen, and you Carr friends too. If As long as your ass dons that silver and black, please do not do no dumbass shit like that again. That was the most ridiculous damn player I've ever seen. On the road, in Green Bay, playing well, and you take... Oh,
1: man. Oh, man. I'm out. Well, it's always good, my brother, and, yeah, none of this is lost on most of us. I, I think we're all frustrated with this guy, He's uh, good at times, but he's really bad at times. And it's a trip, man. I wish he'd be more consistent. That's my only issue with him. You know, if he were more consistent, like he got the ball in the sweet spot more, he made better decisions more often, and, you know, he wasn't afraid of making a mistake, which I think is the problem here. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. But, you know... (laughs) yeah that was a bad play and I know it get bad play and he's getting all the heat for it and um, rightfully so so let's see what happens man the 23 million dollar man rocks on we got the Texans who knows I think we could beat him if our offense plays like it can I think our offense is good enough to beat him our defense sucks but I think we could at least keep up I perhaps I'm wrong, but I don't think so. I appreciate the call, brother. It's always good. Don't get too frustrated. Life goes on after football. Hard to believe. Hard that I even said that. (laughs) Appreciate the call, brother. Well, that is it for this edition of the Raider Nation Podcast. Appreciate y'all listening, and once again, our deepest condolences to the to Willie Brown and his family. A tough loss for all of us, man. Think about it. Think about our history. Man, that's all I gotta say. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.